precious your name, Jesus.
God bless you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and grace. Lord God, we thank you for your mercy, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, giving us an opportunity, Lord God, to stand in your presence, Lord. Lord God, we honor you, Lord, for all that you've done, for what you're going to do, Lord. Father, we thank you for your kindness. You have blessed us, Lord God, with a reasonable portion of health. Lord God, you've given us an opportunity that some don't have at this moment. Lord, and that is to seek your face. Help us to seek you while you can be found. Help us, Lord God, to call upon you 
Lord, and to do your will while it is day. Lord, we know that when the night comes, no man can work. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would help us, Lord God. Help us to do what is pleasing in your sight. Help us to do what is acceptable to you. Lord God, we want to, and we're striving, Lord God, by your word to present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto you. Lord Jesus, your word tell us to live holy, to be holy because you're holy. And without holiness that we could not see you. Lord God, help us, Lord. Lord, those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, Lord Jesus, ask that you would fill them, stir up the hearts and minds of those that are not tearing. Lord God, to understand that they need to be sealed by your spirit of redemption. Lord God, bless, Lord God, Lord Jesus, and feel those that are obedient. Lord God, fill us again. Those that have, Lord God, as you did the apostles. Lord Jesus, help us, Lord. Lord, we need your help. Bless your name, Jesus. Lord God, we want your help. Lord, we're calling to you for help. Help us, Lord. Lord, help, Lord. Give us the right things to say, Lord, that the mind, the heart of the backslider would be stirred up. Lord, that the mind, the heart of the sinner, Lord God, would ask, what must I do to be saved? Lord, and give us the right words to say. Lord God, lead us, Lord. We look for your leading. We look for your guidance, Lord. In the name of Jesus. If there are any that are sick among us, any Lord God that are the unspoken requests for loved ones, for situations, Lord God, you've heard, you know our heart. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would bless them according to your will. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord, and we want to honor you, to give you the glory that is due unto you. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together is the command that has gone out, Lord Jesus. And so we've gathered together to do just that. And we ask that you would bless us in Jesus name. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We can rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Inside the Pages, you know, uh, presented by Cornerstone, the Cornerstone of Grace. We're located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. That's Pacific Standard Time. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Saturdays, you'll find us at on KKLA or .com or 99.5 on your radio dial. You know, they, they've done us a solid because we've been had bonus airing 
uh, throughout the entire month of October where they've been playing us uh, right near prime time as well as our regular schedule time. And, and I count that as a blessing uh, because the word of God is going out and, and, and reaching a mass amount of people, which gives them an opportunity uh, to seek the Lord as well as encourage them uh, to, to call upon his name. And so thank God for that, you know, and so uh, we just awesome as God is, you know, we just prayer. The Bible said man should always pray and it makes such a difference when you take time to pray. So uh, some of those that are, are tuning in and those that have tuned in already, sometimes you may tune in and um, and Shekinah Glory was just playing uh, in your for your hearing while we were in prayer. And so we'll often do that. And so Shekinah Glory, you know, uh, the music, their music ministry or their producers and writers, the, the copyrights of everything that's played belong to them. And, and certainly, you know, my heart is excited for Jesus and, and I pray that you're excited for him as well. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture and then we're going to go into the into what's next. Today's opening scripture will be Psalms 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the sea and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart who have not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord. The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. The Lord, lift up your head, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. Amen. He is the king of glory. We're going to go into the fifth chapter of Mark right after this. Familiar passage that's being sung by uh, Todd Delaney. Let's worship the Lord and then we're going to go into the word of God. Lord is my shepherd. 
Almighty God. That's Todd Delaney and their worship night. You know, uh, Psalms 23. Mighty God. I can't wait to meet that young man. That That's the expectation that I have, you know, because I'm an admirer of, of his ministry. And, and so if anyone out there that, that know how to reach Todd Delaney, uh, the music ministry, you know, uh, please reach out to him and let him know that Pastor Carl Henderson of, of Cornerstone and Inside the Pages is a big fan of his. And, and so, you know, my heart is excited, is excited for the Lord and what God is doing. And so uh, continue to pray for me. And we're going to go into the word of God. Not going to be long this this morning, you know, and I keep telling myself that I'm not going to say that. Not going to say that because the word of God can get get so excited and I, I become very excited. He is my hero. The Lord is my hero. He's my hero. And, and so there's much that that I can say about him that I'm willing to say about him because he saved my life. He saved me. He saved me at a young age. Don't mean that I didn't didn't have hiccups, you know, mess ups and different things. You know, I, I like to remind parents that that think about when you were growing up. Yeah, I, I have two sons, two two daughters, and and two well, four sons, two grandsons. And you have to stop and think about yourself. Remember, they're your, they're part of your DNA. They look like you. They mirror you. And and so sometimes you can look at your children and, and know that that you're seeing their dad and they're seeing a mom. Maybe you'll see grandmother, you know, you'll see um, different things about them that you can identify. My daughter, my my the youngest child, my daughter uh, looks just like her grandmother. And so when I found I found a picture of of my mom uh, and when I picked it up, I thought it was my daughter. Uh, and the thing that 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 different and, and let me know that it wasn't was the vehicles in the background. It was a black and white photo of my mom. Uh, but the background is what distinguished it and the time. But she looked just like her. And so, you know, there that DNA, when you look at the DNA and different things you see. And so it, it lets you know how to deal or should give you some insight of how to deal with your children. And so, as I was saying, you know, the Lord uh, saved, saved me and, and I still count myself young in heart. Uh, I don't count myself as old in age. And I feel blessed that I'm able to do a number of things that um, many in my age and younger cannot do. And I'm using it for the Lord. How about you? Are you using what you have for the Lord? Wholeheartedly. Forget about politics. We were laughing about political matters this morning as we were setting up for service and, you know, checking, doing sound checks and doing different things. Are you pouring yourself out for the Lord? Are you caught up in, you know, this is the Lord's day. 
we didn't gather together to talk about Biden policy, uh, previous Trump policies, you know, and we're certainly not talking about what's trending on the media now with the with some of the foolishness uh, that's going on. But Paul said that I, I don't want to know nothing about you except Christ and him crucified. Can we get that trending? Can we get that trending on, on TikTok? Can we get that trending on on whatever social media platform that that you're uh, that you're using uh, that it's about Jesus? It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. Nothing else It's about Jesus. I'm not talking about a picture of Jesus, you know, straight hair, blue eyes, you know, and and they've even taken some of the pictures and gave it a little tan, you know, but I'm not talking about that. The Bible said God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And so let's talk about spirit and truth. Let's talk about God. Now, if you're going to if you're going to paint a picture of him, you're going to have to go back and look at what Daniel said and what. John said, and you know, and, and they don't want to do that because that paints a different picture. And we know where those things came from because it was a, 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 about manipulation, you know, and slavery and different things. But let's talk about the truth of the matter. Let's talk about the truth of all things, and that is your soul salvation. We're in the book of, of Mark. We've been in the book of Mark for a little while, and we're going to be here unless God say it says different but the bible tell us that that jesus had cast a legion of devils the fifth chapter a legion of devils out of a man that man could have been the person next to you on the train on the subway that man could have been someone sitting at the desk across from you within the same office it could have been someone that passed you by in the store that had a legion of devils. I'm sure that I am not saying this mistakenly that we've all passed someone that was demon possessed. Mm -hmm. There are people that you're going to encounter this week that are possessed with demons and they are trapped. They are incarcerated within their own body with a spirit that they do not want to live with. When the man saw Jesus, he, he ran out and he worshiped him and the Lord dealt with him, dealt right with him right where he was. Pastors, ministers, evangelists, teachers. Are you dealing with the people or the person right where they are? Or is it about you getting a, a hum going with, you know, and, you know, and, and, and being a show? Or is it about deliverance? Jesus' ministry is about deliverance. It's about restoration. And so the Bible says, uh, the 25th, excuse me, the 21st verse, fifth chapter. And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, he's, he's delivered the man that had the legion of spirits, the people and told him, we don't want you here. You know, uh, and so Jesus left. 
And when Jesus passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, fell at his feet. And he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she may live. They had heard about Jesus. The word has spread. Are you spreading the word? Or are you spreading something else? But we're spreading the word. We, we still believe in pounding the pavement, knocking on doors, and inviting people to church. We still believe in that, just being a witness. In other words, going out of your way, setting aside some time so that you can tell someone about the Lord. I was on my way in from Bible class and, and decided to stop and get a bite to eat. And the young man said, you know, ask me a question and uh, where are you coming from? What's your plans for the evening? I'm, I'm going to chill, man. I just came from Bible class and it was great. Do we share the gospel? Do we give them a little watering so that someone else, when they come along, maybe a seed has already been planted. And by me saying, hey, man, Bible class was great that he's not heard anyone say that recently. And so it adds a little moisture to what has been planted already. The Bible says that when he got to the other side, one of the church members, a ruler of the synagogue, Jarius by name, came to meet him and to tell him about his daughter. My little daughter is sick. My, my little girl, you know, as fathers, we know how we feel about our daughters and we know how we feel about our children. My, my, my daughter is sick. She's, she's my baby girl. I, I don't want to see nothing happen to her at this time. And I certainly don't want to see nothing happen to her uh, when she gets older and she starts dating. I don't want to see nothing happen to her as she gets older and she's dating. And, and this, this young man is talking about how oh, I love you, girl. You know, I want to know personally as dad, how much do you love her? Do you love her enough to step back and let her go to school and get educated? Do you love her enough to, to step back and not do anything that's going to ruin her goals in life? Do you love her enough to take the time and, and, and put me on your calendar so I can get to know who is trying or who wants to be in my daughter's life and then she's going to be okay? All right. So uh, my, my little girl is sick. And can you just come and lay hands on her? I don't know. He was a leader in the church. Have he tried laying hands on her and praying for her? Had he asked any of the other parishioners to come by and lay hands on her and pray for her? Had he sought any other one that say they believe in God to fast 
and to pray and to seek the Lord. Fasting, praying and seeking God was not something new when Jesus arrived because they were doing that before. And there was healing that was going on before. And so what was happening here? What was transpiring here? Well, to God be the glory, okay? And so Jesus went with him. Jesus consented and said, I, I, I'm gonna go with you. And, and, and much people followed him. So there was a, a, a caravan of people that was following Jesus and following Jairus to, as he was leading Jesus to where his daughter was. But something happened along the way. The Bible tells us that a woman, a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years. The Bible lets us know over in Leviticus that if a woman had, they, the women, when, they, when that time of the month came, they would separate themselves and, you know, for those days that they were in their menstruation. And during that time, uh, they were okay. But if it continued beyond the norm, they were considered unclean. They were considered a person that was defiled and they could not uh, be in certain settings. They certainly was not going into the temple. Uh, they, and, and so uh, the Bible said, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood. Maybe you don't have an issue of blood, but you got some issues. Uh, you got some things that are going on in your life that you don't feel comfortable going to church because you believe it because of what you've heard and because of maybe even what you've been exposed to. That when you do go to the house of God, my house shall be called a house of prayer. When you do go to the service, that you're not treated with the respect that you should be given as a person, as a child of the most high God as one that is seeking help. And so you walk around with that issue, Holy Ghost, bless your name, Jesus. So you walk from day to day dealing with that issue because of the uncomfortableness that you are experiencing. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things. People took advantage of her, the doctors. She suffered many things of many physicians. And she had spent all that she had uh, and was not better. She spent it on herbal uh, medicine. She spent it on medicine that we consider today as medicinal. She may have spent it on some things that are opiate related. We don't know all that she spent it on, but we know that they had uh, medicine and they practiced different things in that day that was not strange or even strange of today. She spent money on what she thought 
would make her feel better. And maybe you spend some money on some things that you thought would make you feel better. I know that uh, certainly I have. Mm -hmm. If truth be told, uh, many others would say amen to that, that they spent money on things that they thought would make them feel better. It goes from uh, self-sedation, whether it was a street pharmacist, whether it was the corner pharmacist, whether it was the male on the corner or the woman on the corner. You did things to make you feel better. Whether it was going to get a drink or a few drinks or a daily drink, a weekly drink, what you did, what you thought would make you feel better because of what you were dealing with. Mighty God, you, you had not met Jesus yet. You had not received the deliverance that you were looking for at that time because, oh my God, bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God, bless your Lord. And, and so he, she had suffered many things and had spent all that she had and was not better and grew worse. The situation uh, did not stay the same, but things got worse. She went beyond, you know, we, we talk about hitting rock bottom. Uh, we talk about being at the uh, on the curb, being out on the street, being in a position that you yourself could not, that was struggling to pull yourself up from. Matter of fact, had even lost the will to pull yourself up from where you were because of the abuse, because of what you dealt with, because of what you were dealing with because of the struggle uh, of the mind. You know, we talk about uh, mental health issues. And, and so your physical brings down your emotion, your emotional bring down your mental, and your mental bring down your spirit. Mighty God, bless your Lord Jesus. And, and so uh, the Bible says, and when she had heard of Jesus, when she heard of Jesus, that's why it's important that we talk about Jesus. That's why it's important that we exalt the name of the Lord. That's why it's important that we lift him up and praise. That it's important that we invoke the name of Jesus. Uh, the Bible said, tell us that very clearly that whatever we do in word or deed, word or deed, Whatever actions that we take, we should do it in the name of Jesus. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. And so it's important that we promote Jesus. Not what celebrities are doing. Not what social media is talking about. Not what government is doing. Uh, those are sub-conversations. But the main conversation should be about Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. And when she had heard of Jesus, I don't want the ministers at Cornerstone. I don't want the ministers, though. Uh, listen, uh, the, the conversation is about Jesus. Hallelujah. 
That's that's what it's about. It's his house. So we should be talking about him and what he's doing. And a certain woman, when she heard of Jesus, came in. She began to move closer. She heard that Jesus could do it. If can't nobody else do it, Jesus can do it. And the Bible said that that she came in and she began to press. You know, press is another word for she insisted. I like to think about how she insisted that I need to get close to him. I know that I'm not the ideal person as far as what you see in this moment. I'm dirty. Yes. I smell bad. You would too. I don't look like you. And I'm certainly not feeling like you in this moment. Matter of fact, um, she didn't know it, but she wasn't going to feel like them afterwards either. And so the Bible said that she pressed. Friends, saints, you got to press. You have to insist that I get to Jesus. And she heard of Jesus, came in and pressed behind him. She was embarrassed of her situation. How many uh, can think about where they were? Whether you, you're saved or, or right now you're listening and you're, you're thinking about, man, I need to make a change in my life. Think about where you were, what you were dealing with when the Lord found you or when you heard of Jesus. Now, there's no coincidence that she just happened to be in the area that he passed by. Uh, nothing happens by accident. And there's certainly no luck when it comes down to God. That is a game of chance. God's not about, he, he don't play the game of chance. It's by divine uh, will that it happens. Mighty God. And so uh, this woman, when she had heard of Jesus, I, I think I could just stay right there for a moment because I don't believe that we talk enough about Jesus. When she heard of Jesus, came in behind him and touched his garment, she pressed her way. She pushed past the feelings of what people are going to say. Now, it may have been that as she was pressing her way through the crowd, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure as she pressed her way through the crowd, there was some that was, oh, don't touch me. Oh, my gosh, she bumped up against me. Oh, man, I got the cooties. I got whatever. Oh, I'm just, I'm going to have to go and collect. Yeah, there was some fickle-minded folks that was yet following Jesus. Uh-huh. There were some fickle-minded folks that was following Jesus then, and there are some fickle-minded folks that say they are following Jesus now. There was a, a man, let me, let me take this side strike for a moment here. Let me take this. The Bible said that there was a man named, uh, they called him Blind Bartimaeus. 
and as Jesus was passing by, that he began to call out, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He's sitting there blind, have not seen the light of day. Jesus, have mercy on me. He has to be assisted. He has to be careful where he walks. He don't know what he's about to walk into, what he's about to step in. How many landmines had he walked into? How many times have he maybe reached down uh, after relieving himself and thought he had something proper to wipe himself with? Or maybe he missed it and wiped with his hand. Uh-huh. Let's be real with it. it. It can be very, it's very discomforting uh, to say the least, to be blind and have to live in a certain condition. Now we have, yes, modern day, we, people are trained today, people are trained. Today. But what about the fact that when you are dealing with those issues and, and how depressing you might feel, how deflated you become as a person. Why is this happening to me? How come this happened to me? Why am I in that situation? The Bible said that thou son of David have mercy on me. And the people that were there was telling him to be quiet. Shh, man, be quiet. But the Bible says that the more that they told him to shut up, be quiet. He's not trying to hear that. He became louder and louder to get God's attention. Pastor, what do you say? Get loud with it and get God's attention. Press your way past the issue. Do not allow the issue to dictate to you what you need healing for what you need deliverance from what needs to be restored in your life do not allow the situation the issue or people to dictate your healing and when she had heard of jesus came in and pressed and touched his garment for she knew she said in her mind she knew that if she could just touch that you don't you don't have to run up and, and grab him and, and embrace him and hang all over his shoulder and wrap your arms all around his neck no you, you don't have to do that hugs are great hugs are comforting and and Men, hug your, hug your brothers, hug your children, kiss your sons, you know, uh, and, and all that's great. The Bible tells us that she knew that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just get close enough that I could just reach out, huh, I could just get close enough, just get past the, the things that I've been dealing with and touch. I just need to break through. 
Uh, that's why it's so important that that when we that when we come come to God in, in prayer, when we gather together for service, uh, that that we that we break through. Uh, we have to get past what we dealt with on Monday, Tuesday. Uh, I'm gonna jump over Wednesday and, and Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, that that we have to get past those things. I, I jumped over Wednesday because because we we coming back to church on Wednesday. And so we're going to do the same thing on Wednesday. We're going to press past those things that we dealt with, whether it was on the job. And sometimes we deal with things on the job and, and it's really not the job and it's really not the employer. It's really not the person next to us. It's something that's within us that we need to deal with. Uh huh. It's something within us. It's an issue that's within us that we need to resolve about our, uh, uh huh, that, that we need help with. And, and we deflect it and we blame it on others, but it's something about us uh, that that we need to, that has to be identified and has to be worked on. Mm -hmm. But if I if I press past and I, I could just touch uh, the, the hem of his garment, then I, I know, I, I know that it, when I get my breakthrough, I know when I get past the, 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 the thank you, Jesus, you know, we, we start out, we start praying and we're thank you, Jesus. You know, we, we were taught to, to say thank you, Jesus, but, but we got to get past the, the, get past the, the, the thank you of our own mind and get into the spirit of where God wants us to be at. If I could just, if I could just touch that, see, in, in order to touch the, the, the hem of his garment, there, there's got to be something that, that transpires in that moment in, in order to get past those things. See, if we look at it from the natural, what the Bible said, that that, that in the year that King Uzziah died, yeah, the Bible tells us that that there that there was a visionary, and his visionary, uh, he had a vision, and he said, in, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I saw him. I saw the Lord and he was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. His train being the followers of him filled the temple. And uh, he said, woe is me. He began to examine himself. He said, woe is me. I I'm a man of unclean lips and, and I'm around a people that are also unclean. And, and, and so I'm full of sin. I I'm, a, I'm, I'm of a sinful nature. Uh, by because of who I am and where I've been. When we get past, when we get into the when we get into the church and we kneel down, it's not about I'm righteous. It's not about uh, I've given tithes and I'm giving offering and and I'm here at church on time and you know and I'm here at every service. But but I, I'm here because I need you. You know we should sing a sing a song. Look, I, I need thee. I need thee, oh, I need thee. We, we sing that until it, it penetrates our heart with, because we're confessing that I am nothing and you are all things. I need thee. This is what that woman was saying. I know I'm dirty. I know I'm unclean. I know that I need you. And I'm pressing past all of that. I need to just touch the hem of your garment. I'm not one. Don't want to walk in self righteousness. That's the same as as being filthy, because our righteousness is as filthy rags. 
I, I'm not going to justify myself in, in anything and talk about my faithfulness or anything because God has been faithful and he's never missed a beat. Whereas we have. Uh huh. But we've missed a step or two. So I'm not going to talk about how faithful I am to get God's attention. Uh, see that that young man that the Bible said there was a rich young ruler and and, and he said, look, I've kept all the commandments since my youth. I've kept and the Lord said, sell all that you have and come on, follow me. And the Bible said he went away sad. Self-righteous justification. There's some things we got to let go of. The Bible says, and when she had heard of Jesus, came in and pressed behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, immediately, the fountain of her blood dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. This is still happening today. He's still able to do this today. Now, my, let me give this, this personal testimony. When I committed my life to Christ, when I, I came to myself and, you know, Bible said that the, the, the prodigal son came to himself. When I came to myself, when I saw what I didn't like about me, when I, when God scared the hell out of me uh, on that uh, peninsula, I wrote about it in the, in the book and got my attention. I, I went and I, I told the I told the pastor, I said, I don't want God to put me in the hospital, roll me off a cliff or anything, you know, my foolishness to get my attention. I, I submit to God's will. And I haven't stopped submitting. But I was a pothead. Yeah, I was a pothead. Is that right? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> There's a witness, witness and I, I didn't smoke cigarettes. I didn't do it. But the one thing you would always find me with. And when I went down in the water, when I was baptized in Jesus' name, they prayed over the water and consecrated the baptism pool and I was baptized in Jesus name for remission of sin. When I came out the water, it was a change. This is my personal testimony. That hunger, that thirst that I had for uh, rolling them tight and, and, and smoking them all day, it was gone. And I, and I was bad at it too. I mean, I was at work. My supervisor walked up to me one day and looked at me and just shook his head and walked away because he knew my condition at that moment. And it occurred while I was at work. Didn't lose the job over it. But that's where I was at that time. I needed help. I had issues. And, that, and I'm just talking about that one the, to make the point of the fact that God can heal immediately of that issue. Okay. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in herself that her, that virtue, something happened, something occurred 
had gone out of him and he asked a question, who touched my clothes? If Jesus was to ask a question this morning, who touched me? Would it be you that say yes? It was, it was I. I pressed past the things that I was dealing with through the week. I pressed past the argument that I had. I pressed past the disappointments that occurred. I pressed past the, 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 the pain that I was feeling. I pressed past the emotional trauma, the mental frustration. I pressed past the, 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 the yes and the no's. I pressed past being cussed out. I pressed past those things so that I could touch you. Or would you still be sitting there saying, uh, well, you know, I, I didn't want to disturb him because I'm not worthy. You know, I, I didn't want to do because I didn't want nobody to see that, that, that I had a need. And, and so, you know, I didn't want nobody to see me on the altar. I didn't want nobody to see the tears flowing because of the pain. I, I didn't want nobody to notice me. And the disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging against thee. You, you, you see, there's people bumping up against you, Lord. And so, but he said, no, who, who touched me? Somebody touched me. Someone touched me. I, I know it was different. It, this touch was different. Church, church, church. Can Jesus say, who touched me? Can, can he say that? That uh, that that it, it was it was a different touch that I felt today from you, church. Did he feel a different touch from you, mighty God, or was it just going through the motions of of you thronging and? And, you know, bumping up against him and bumping up against each other, you know, as the music played or, you know, and as the, the, uh, as the ritual of the service, the ceremony went on, uh, you know, was it just that business type of business as usual? Or is he saying, I felt a different touch? I felt something. And he looked around about to see Looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing, trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down and told him the truth. She testified. Holy Ghost. She testified. Mighty God. She testified. We have a testimony here. I'm not talking about that testimony or that, that word, the words of thanksgiving. He woke me up this morning. And I think we, it's obvious he woke you up. We see you standing there. But a testimony that I was sick and he healed me. A testimony that I was, I, I, I had unraveled and he healed me. He pulled me back together and wound me back up. I was messed up. 
I could not find relief anywhere until you passed by, until I heard of you. And I didn't know what to do except to try you. I've been every place else, but now I'm trying you because I had not heard of you before. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know you before. I, I passed by the synagogues. They wouldn't let me in. They looked at me crazy. They didn't let me in. It wasn't what I expected when I went to that church. But when but when I, I, I saw the congregation following you, uh, when I, I saw all of those that was following and I heard of you, I, I pressed past those things to, to get near you. And I knew that if I could just touch the hem of your garment, I, I knew uh, that 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 uh, that what you were uh, that what you represented it, it went beyond your physical statue and it illuminated throughout your entire being and everything that you were about even the clothes that you had on that if I could just touch what was attached to you somebody should be able to walk by you near you as a child of God and touch you because you are attached to him. Somebody should be able to be exposed to Jesus because you are attached to him. The Bible says that his train filled the temple. His train was filled, his train representing the body of believers that are attached to him. Somebody should be able to touch you because you are attached to him. And he said unto her, daughter, your faith, because you believe, because you have faith, your faith have made you whole. Go in peace. And behold, you're not going to be sick any longer. You're going to be all right. From this moment forth. Nothing else is going to come up on you like, no. Go in peace. Listen, if you have not touched the Lord, Maybe you've just been going through the motion like the rest of the crowd. Going, following Jesus. See, there's a crowd of people following him. But you've not pressed past the issues in your life. I want to encourage you today. Press. Press. If you're looking for a church home of ministry and growth, you're looking for a place to be blessed at, our doors is open. 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. Service starts at 9 a.m. 
Tuesdays, at, excuse me, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You need to press. You need to touch the hem of his garment. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your kindness, your word this morning, Lord God. We just pray and ask that you would help us, Lord, to govern ourselves according to your will. In the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, as we've been praying that prayer throughout the service from the beginning. Help us, Lord. Lord Jesus, so that your will is done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, truly, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God. You know the need of every individual. Lord God, you know and understand our desires. Lord God, you understand our needs. Lord, and so I pray and ask that you would bless. Help us, Lord God, those that are listening, those that will be tuning in later, Lord. Lord God, we give you glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for your word this morning. Lord God, continue to use us to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth, now, and forevermore. God bless you. Share the broadcast with someone else. Tell someone else about Jesus. Don't, don't tell them about Pastor Carl Henderson. No, no. Tell them that, that Pastor Carl Henderson is talking about Jesus. Ask them if they heard of Jesus. You're going to have people tell you, yes, I've heard of Jesus. Tell them, no, you need to meet Jesus. Not talking about me. But I'm talking about the word of God. The Bible said they were astonished at his doctrine. Not my doctrine. Not the bishop. Not the evangelist. Not the prophet or prophetess. But the doctrine of Jesus Christ. That's what we're teaching. That's what we're giving from Genesis to Revelation. God bless you. Tell somebody else that they'll be blessed. Amen.